Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz. This is episode 368 of the podcast. Today, we're answering listener questions and we're talking about how my training has evolved and what to do when you really don't have motivation or care about fitness anymore. That's one question, which will be at the end of the show. The first question to warm up today is going to be talking about the best time to work out. What is the optimal time of day to get your workout in, whether it's cardio, strength training, or something else. We're going to be talking about that today, the different factors that play into that decision if you have the option of deciding. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean a lot if you gave me your questions. I like these question answer type episodes. I asked for them last week episode and you guys responded with some great questions. If you have questions you want answered on the podcast, you can reach out on Instagram. Stoltz Jordan is my handle there. Or you can reach out via email, which is always in the description of the podcast, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I will answer any question that comes in. Sometimes I'll answer them via email. Sometimes I will do a podcast episode on them. Sometimes I'll do both. And for these, I responded to the best time to work out question already, and I'd like to do an episode on it because I thought it was a good topic. And then the other two questions I'm combining into one thought that I haven't answered yet through email because I wanted to kind of speak it and let my train of thought just kind of carry through that way. So let's get started today's show. It's episode 368 of the podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz. So this is episode 368. In the last podcast, I asked for some questions, and I got some, which is pretty cool. I like these kind of episodes where I can answer some questions and, um, you know, just really help individual people. And I feel like that kind of reaches even more people and answers your questions for really what you're wondering and isn't just my train of thought going And I got three questions I'm going to answer today. The three questions are, what are the best time to work out? Question number two is, how has your training evolved over time? And question number three is, what do you do when you have no motivation or just don't care about fitness at the time? And I'm going to kind of combine number two and three, answer number two a little bit, talk about my training, but Also, I'm going to talk about the motivation aspect of it and what's really important. I want to start with the question one, though, about the best time to work out because I think that's some really good practical advice you can take um, and just apply right away into your training. So in my eyes, there are a few things that play into what the best time to work out is. And the truth is, it's it's not a blanket answer. There is no best time of day for everybody. I can't say that a time is better than another time for, you know, for me or for a company CEO or a mom of five. You know, I can't, I can't uh, give a blanket answer on that. So there are factors that play into it, though, and you'll have to answer those for you. The first one is 
when do you perform your best? So like for me, and I would probably assume most people, you'll perform better after you've been awake for a little bit. And that's typically just because, um, you know, your body's warmed up a little bit. You're a little bit less stiff getting out of bed. You have more energy. Uh, you're kind of rolling with your day already. You have some momentum. So typically you are going to perform a little bit better later in the day. Like for me, in an optimal world, I perform best at like 11 a.m., which is really hard to fit in a training session at 11 a.m., as you guys probably would know, but it is the best time for me, right? When, and when I was training um, in the college gym as a strength coach, that was when in between groups of athletes, when we got to train, it was like 10, 30, 11, then we'd get lunch, and then we'd have another group coming in at 1, which was perfect schedule for me. I made a lot of good strength gains then because I was already really awake. I had already been talking, which for some reason gets my energy up a little bit, and I was ready to go, and I performed very, very well. The other factor that plays into that for me and what I think is important is that it's a time where you already have meals in. Um, I don't mind training fasted. I actually perform pretty well training fasted, but the science will show it helps to have some kind of meal in. Um, and if you're not having any food in your system, it's a little bit suboptimal as far as energy is concerned um, and muscle growth. So it's always good to get a little bit of protein in around your training. If you can do it before and after, that's optimal. That's not always possible. So one or the other is fine, like 25 or 30 grams either before or after or both. And then also carbs, usually I'm shooting for 40 to 60 grams before and then maybe a little bit less on the low end of that after. That's for me. You could drop that a little bit if your carb targets aren't very high. But that is another factor is do you have food in your system to give you that energy? And truthfully, a lot of that can come from the day before. So if you're training in the morning or something, a big dinner might give you more energy the night before than actually eating a meal right before training will. It does take a few hours um, to really go into your system and provide you with energy. You can't just throw back sugar right as you go to the gym and expect that to fuel your workout. It's not quite how it works. Better to have some time there. So if you're if it's possible to actually have a couple spaced out full meals in before training, that's probably optimal. But the most important thing on the best time to work out, the biggest factor is when do you have the fewest distractions? That's what I think is the most important. It's kind of this whole concept of the best diet is the one you can stick to or the best workout plan is the one you will follow. And if you are missing training sessions because stuff comes up, if you are starting your training session, getting phone calls, getting emails, being distracted, not being all in with your mind on it, you're not going to see as good of progress and results. That's why morning training works really well for a lot of people. Early mornings are often before the day starts. It's before the distractions kick in. They can avoid checking their email for another hour or two. They can you know, not get any phone calls during that time. Even their mind is a little bit more fresh where they're not quite thinking about everything they have to do yet because this is step one of their day. That is really good for a lot of people. I know other people that late nights is that for them, right? After everybody else is kind of settling in with their families and going to bed, going to train. That might be the best time for you when it's like 
10, 11 at night, whatever it is, whenever you have the fewest distractions and it works well for you, that is probably your best time. And I would put that factor over the other two. Even if you perform slightly suboptimally, even if you don't get any meals in, choose the time that you have the fewest distractions and you will get it done and you will focus on it during your session. Those are what I'm looking for when choosing the best time to train. And honestly, I am a big believer that the body will adapt. I don't have the research studies. I don't have the the summaries and the reviews to prove this, and it may not be perfectly optimal uh, for performance and muscle building, but in my opinion, the body will adapt to what you're throwing at it pretty quickly. And if you are usually used to training later in the day and you perform well then and you get some meals in, but you decide to go at the time with fewer distractions at five in the morning, it may kind of suck for maybe a week or two. But I think after that little initiation period, you're going to be fine and your body's going to adapt. You're probably going to perform almost just as well, if not just as well. And the meal the night before is going to kind of play the role of the meals before and you're going to do just fine with a little bit of fasted training. So don't stress out too much about the first two if you're ignoring the third one. The third thing about choosing the fewest distractions is the most important. And that's my answer to the question. So best time to work out, different for everybody. Just choose the time that you're not going to skip and that you're not going to get pulled out of and get it done. The body will adapt on all the other avenues there. All right, and the next question I'm kind of combining with another one. I'm going to start with this next question, which is just asking how my training has evolved over time. And there were a few different ways I could take this question, um, a few different directions. I think it's a constant process that your training is always kind of evolving and you're learning different things. You're learning your body, customizing things, realizing what matters and what doesn't. And I would say my training has evolved a lot over the last four years, even three, just because of my career and focus on different things. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, more on a practical level, training has evolved. You know, the things that immediately came to my mind is I realize that you aren't required to do certain exercises. You can focus on the areas of your body you want to focus on. And specializing like that is going to give you way more benefits um, than doing things you think you have to. Like if you really don't care about your lower body looking a certain way or being strong, you don't need to put the energy into squatting. If you put that energy into you know, training your shoulders, if that's your goal, you're going to make way more progress on your shoulders because you're not zapping your energy with the squat. Those, you know, Using your energy as kind of currency is a big, big thing for me. And then also like this whole concept of the stimulus to fatigue ratio and what exercises give you a good muscle stimulus without fatiguing you and really affecting negatively the rest of your workout. Those things are really big. I think that my trainings evolved a lot in how I see the common denominator of people that have success of being intensity in their training and eating enough. And I think that if you don't have one of those things, you're not going to make good progress and you're going to spin your wheels a lot. 
if you aren't enjoying your training and going hard on it, um, you're not. That's really a factor you need. You're not going to make good progress without that. But then also, food is a big is a big common denominator there, and a lot of times that's missing. Um, I think even suboptimal workout programs will work if you're fueling your body correctly, and you're recovering, and you're doing what you need to to put on the muscle. Um, even if you're maybe gaining a little bit less than another guy, even the optimal training type of sessions won't matter too much. And I really also realize along with that, that what is most important is kind of having fun with your training and enjoying it. I think that that enjoyment factor is by far the biggest thing I would, you know, if I'm writing workout programs for somebody, the biggest factor I'm going to take into consideration is what do they enjoy? And there's an element of suck to it. I like to make people do things they don't want to do sometimes just because they are going to get better doing that. But when it comes down to it, if someone doesn't like, you know, doing barbell squats and I'm making them do it every single week, they're not going to enjoy the workout program. Um, or if they, you know, they like running and I'm making them push a sled and they hate that, there's an element of I just need to make you do it. Or if they have a goal, I'm going to get you there. If you want to be the best conditioned person, but you hate sprinting, I'm probably still going to make you sprint. Um, but there is an element of enjoyment there that you have to take into consideration when you're making your training program. But I wanted to take this a different direction than just those little practical things. Because I think I could do a couple more episodes on that kind of thing. And I've talked about that stuff before. What I wanted to do is also combine this question with the next one, which is what do you do when you have no motivation or you just don't care about fitness? And what I have kind of evolved with in my training is realizing what matters and what the biggest benefit of training is. And I'll explain a little bit because I think it kind of follows my career trajectory a little bit. And when I was working in grad school as a strength coach, um, it was all about athlete performance, right? It was all about strength. It was all about muscle building. It's all about injury prevention. And that is where the focus of strength training is. When it's personal training, I'm training people. I'm kind of more of a walking billboard of the personal training, right? So if I'm in the gym, I need to, you know, look the way that I would want, that other people would want to look that would hire me for training. That's kind of the name of the game. So those two things, you're really focusing on strength and aesthetics, looks, right? And I think that that's fine and that matters to a lot of people. If you're an athlete, you have a sport, you are a power lifter even, you're a strong man, you're a bodybuilder, those things matter incredibly much, right? You need your strength if you're a power lifter, obviously. That's your number one focus. If you are a football player, you need that muscle, you need that injury prevention, you need that power and that speed and that that uh, that just raw strength. If you're a bodybuilder, you need to obviously build your body and look good. But the majority of us aren't. The majority of us aren't actually athletes and the majority of us aren't bodybuilders. The majority of us aren't professional power lifters. We aren't making money from those things. We aren't even finding enjoyment from competing in those things. Um, and you have to really think of what is the gym bringing you because for me, over the last couple years, I've really had some times where I thought training for the looks was kind of stupid for me. 
it felt like a waste of time. And it's not for everybody. You know, there is an aspect of you have to, you know, pushing yourself to change your body is going to make a mental difference. It's going to help you accomplish a goal. You're going to feel good about that. It's going to show you that you can do it. Maybe you're at a higher age and you want to prove to yourself that you can do it. Maybe it's all about health and, you know, changing your body is going to help your health. The things that I really realized matters twofold for me, you know, what fitness matters for 98% of the population who aren't competing in strength sports, who aren't athletes professionally, who aren't making money from fitness, who aren't bodybuilders who have a passion for that and actually adding the most amount of muscle and getting as lean as possible. There are those people, but if you're not one of those, like me, there's two things that matters to your training. And the two things are your health. Are you going to live a long life where you can build relationships, be happy, pursue a career, money, whatever you want to do? Are you healthy? And are you getting the mental benefits from the training? Because working out isn't everything. You know, training isn't everything. Making your body look a certain way, it's not going to bring you happiness in itself. What is going to benefit you a lot more is taking the mental benefits from pushing yourself hard, from improving every single time you go in the gym and applying that to your own life, to really having a hard workout and realizing that if you can get through that, you can get through the rest of your day. It gives you some confidence. It gives you a, you know, a, just that release, the dopamine release of just feeling good and feeling like you are already crushing the day, you know? And that feeling of progression is pretty powerful. So I realized that mental game is more important than the physical game. Looking a certain way is great, but it's not going to really bring you anything if you aren't making the mental benefits. I would rather have somebody push themselves to the brink of failure and maybe overtrain even, maybe push themselves so hard it's suboptimal. You know, the studies would say to maybe keep a few reps in the tank every time. The most optimal way to train may not be this way at all, but the most optimal way to train is maybe going to give you a tiny bit more benefit than just training really, really hard. And for the majority of people, just keeping the rule of training really hard is going to give you more mental benefits than making everything optimized, overanalyzing it, and holding back. And I think just having a workout that sucks and that's really hard and that you push yourself is actually going to give more benefits to people than the optimal training program. So my training has evolved to focus more on long-term health and injury prevention because I think those things are very important that you stay healthy, mobile, um, you know, bulletproof and increase your longevity. But more importantly, that suck is powerful. And being able to push through something that's really hard, even if it's not optimal, you know, people would say, you know, that type of training isn't the best for muscle growth. It isn't the best for fat loss. But I would say it doesn't matter because it's still going to bring that response 
It might just be a little bit less, but I'm getting so many more mental benefits um, than the most optimal training program. I'm able to push so much harder. And to address that third question, that is going to push you through and you really don't care about fitness at the time. Because if you are really going through a time where you're depressed, maybe you're tired, maybe you're busy, you are willing to put how your body looks on the back burner, right? We wear clothes everywhere. You don't have to you don't have to walk around super lean and shredded all the time, but if you are starting to get that mental benefit from your training, you don't want to give that up. And when you realize that that's the biggest benefit, when you just don't care about fitness, you know you still have to do it because that time of no motivation is the time you really have to push through and you're getting the most benefit you ever have from your training. So my training's evolved more towards that and realizing that optimal really only matters for professionals and for athletes. And for everyone else, it's just about having fun in your training, making the progress towards what you want to. We don't want to be spinning our wheels here. But also getting better mentally, pushing yourself, and making that translate to other areas of your life. If you can find a training style or program that helps you attack each day with more intensity, then you are truly bettering yourself, and that's what it's all about. So that's today's episode, 368, answered three questions here from you guys, the listeners. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Once again, as I said in the intro, if you have questions to submit to the podcast, Instagram's a great place. That's Stoltz Jordan. You can shoot me a DM. I check those every day. And then also email jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com, which is always in the description of the podcast for you to check out and copy. Thank you for listening to another show of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast here on Wednesday. We're into September. 2020 is almost over, uh, which is pretty crazy. This year has flown by. Thank you for joining me for another show. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, and and freedom. freedom.